Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Backyield Show. My name is Joe Lowry, and on this episode, we're talking all about the MLS playoffs. That's right, the playoffs kick off tomorrow on Wednesday, October 25th, as I'm recording on Tuesday, with the first round then kicking off in full effect on Saturday. With nine teams making the playoff field for both conferences, there is a ton to get to, especially if you're just now catching up with what happened during the Major League Soccer regular season. So, On this episode, we're diving into why each team in the East, and don't worry, Western Conference fans will follow this up with another episode on Thursday about each team in the West, but today is why each team in the East will and won't win MLS Cup. That's right, why each team will and won't win MLS Cup. We're providing hope and also dashing it all in the same breath. We'll dive into the nine Eastern Conference playoff teams, and we'll do it all in 10 minutes or less Because here on the Backyield Show, that's just what we do. So, without any further ado, let's get to it and talk playoffs. All right, before we start with the top of the Eastern Conference and work our way down, I want to do one quick thing. That's to encourage you to join Backyield's MLS Playoff Bracket Challenge. There's a link to our bracket group down in the show notes. If you want to prove you're an MLS expert, you can join our Playoff Bracket Challenge. We're shipping a large edible dessert trophy to the winner. That's right. You heard that correctly. We are shipping a large edible dessert trophy to the winner. It's going to be fun. It's going to be special. It's going to be worthy of our MLS Bracket Challenge champion. So, Go check out the show notes, click on the link, super easy to get in and join our playoff bracket challenge. Now, without any further ado, let's talk about FC Cincinnati. We're going to move through these teams. If you want a little more detail, go check out backheel.com for more. Why Cincy will win MLS Cup? It's because their left side is going to pull everybody apart. Cincinnati have two of the absolute best chance creators in Major League Soccer. Lucho Acosta, who's going to win MLS MVP. He loves to drift from his number 10 spot over to the left wing, which is where elite wingback Alvaro Barreal is already hanging out. Those two players are unstoppable when they combine together. And when you combine those two and what they do down the left with quality in central areas through the front line, since they are impossible to stop. Now, why they won't win MLS Cup? The margins are too thin. Since they are MLS Cup favorites... And that even for them, the margins are thin. Want some proof? Well, they've only won three of their last eight games. So, yeah, they have problems on the right wingback spot. Their Aaron Bupenza problem right now is a, a real issue. And I don't know that Celentano is a match winner in goal. But the real reason why since he won't win MLS Cup is because MLS is designed to tip the odds away from the one and towards the many. Next up, the number two seed in the Eastern Conference, Orlando City. Why they will win MLS Cup? Well, because they have one of the hottest strikers in the league. Duncan McGuire, 22-year-old rookie, has scored more goals in MLS than all but two players since October 1st. That's only behind Dennis Buwanga and Timu Puki. He's red hot right now and can drive Orlando past Nashville as a seven seed and beyond. Now, why Orlando won't win? It's because they don't create enough chances. And this ties directly back into Duncan McGuire. He is finishing above his expected goals at the highest rate in MLS. Duncan McGuire scored 13 goals in the regular season. He's outperforming his XG by about seven goals right now. He is on the wildest hot finishing streak in all of Major League Soccer, which means there's a decent chance that he comes back down to earth. Orlando don't find him enough. McGuire is not going to be able to sustain this forever. Orlando City are going to be in some trouble. Moving to the three seed, the Columbus crew, why they will win MLS Cup. 
Well, because their attack can't be stopped. They have the best attack in all of Major League Soccer this year. No team created more non-penalty XG than Columbus. Their attacking firepower is absurd with Cucho Hernandez leading the way. Why they won't win MLS Cup? because their defense is vulnerable. Columbus have had a strong defensive season, mostly because they keep the ball a ton, but the cracks are there. They've had a little bit of trouble seeing out games, and with Steven Marrera and Rudy Camacho on the counter, not the best defenders in the world when they're tasked in those moments, the crew aren't going to be able to tiptoe their way through the entire postseason. Looking to the four seed in the East, the Philadelphia Union. Why they will win? Because this isn't new for Philly. The Philadelphia Union were this close to winning MLS Cup last year before losing to LAFC in penalties. This year's team isn't the same as the 2022 squad, but it's darn close. Andre Blake in goal, two rocks at center back, one of the absolute best left-sided fullbacks in all of Major League Soccer and Kai Wagner, quality in midfield, attacking talent up front. The Union know who they are, they've been here before, and they are not going to be overawed. Now, why the Union won't win MLS Cup? Because their defense is not great at this point, which is something we usually think of Philly as having a great defense. This one kind of snuck up on me, but the Philadelphia Union have allowed the 17th most XG in open play in the regular season, according to Opta. They have not been as tight off the ball this year as they were in the past, and they've given up two goals or more in five of their last 10 matches. Philly are too one-dimensional in the attack for their defense to be anything but solid. They're not going to make it to MLS Cup. Looking to the five seed, the New England Revolution, why they're going to win MLS Cup? Well, because Carlos Hill is a match winner. This guy is the real deal. We know this. He's won MLS MVP before. One of the best left feet in all of Major League Soccer is good at basically everything in the attack. He can win you games and he can carry you to a trophy. Now, why the Revs won't win MLS Cup? Well, because their actual best player moved from New England to just straight up England. The Revs have just three wins since star goalkeeper Georgi Petrovic last played for the club on July 15th. That's three wins since July 15th. Petrovic is now a Chelsea player and the backup goalkeepers for New England have not lived up to his standard. Moving to Atlanta United, down in the sixth seed in the East, why they will win? Well, because Thiago Almada is still in MLS and he's got a great cast of sidekicks. Yeah, he's going to miss Atlanta's first playoff game after a second yellow on decision day. But Atlanta are going to be fine. They have three games in this new first-round format. They can come back. They can get Amada back for the second game, take care of business in the third. Amada has better underlying numbers than Lucho Acosta, who's going to win MVP. And his connection with Yorgos Yakamakis is unstoppable. Atlanta have the most goals per game since MLS play resumed after League's Cup. Their attack is on fire. And Amada is probably the best player in Major League Soccer. Why they won't win Atlanta? Well, because their goalkeeping situation is dire. It's worse than New England's. Brad Guzan leaks goal. Atlanta have the worst goalkeeping record of any playoff team. They've allowed 6.3 goals more than expected in the regular season. And 4.8 of those come from Brad Guzan. He's 39. He's lost a step. You can't make a run all the way to MLS Cup with a net negative in goal. Moving to Nashville SC in the seventh seed, why they will win MLS Cup? Well, because Gary Smith knows how to set up a defense, and this team is incredible defensively. Good luck scoring on Nashville. In their last nine games coming into the playoffs, Gary Smith's side has allowed more than one goal on just one occasion. They were top three defense based on both goals allowed and non-penalty expected goals allowed, and they have all the tools to make life miserable for Orlando and everybody else in their playoff path. Now, why Nashville won't win MLS Cup? Well, it's because their attack is just not good enough. As good as their defending has been, that's only half the battle. Nashville's attack is cratered in the second half of this season. They've been shut out in 10 of their last 16 MLS games. Mukhtar can't find his groove. It's not a good sign for Nashville. Finally, hitting the wildcard teams very, very quickly. The New York Red Bulls, why they can win MLS Cup? 
They're the analytics darlings. Only two teams in the East have a better expected goal differential this year than the Red Bulls. The underlying numbers really do love them. The odds are stacked against them, making it through the play round and then past Cincy in round one. But the numbers do give Red Bulls a fighting chance. And why they won't win MLS Cup, they don't know what to do with the ball. Troy Lesane has talked about wanting to get them doing more and more in possession. But the press is always going to be the New York Red Bulls' first and foremost method of attack, at least until something major changes at Red Bull Global. When a team, though, like Cincinnati, if the Red Bulls do make it into round one and take on Cincy, and their desire to really sit off since he averaged less than 50% possession, when that forces the Red Bulls to break them down, they're not going to have answers. Finally, Charlotte FC, why they will win? Well, because Charlotte can cause problems with their man-oriented press. Plenty of folks talk about Charlotte's attacking game plan, and I get it, it's fun, it's messy at times under Christian Latanzio, but defensively, I think that's what's going to give them some sort of edge. They tend to use a man-oriented press, tight central pressure, plenty of aggressive forward movement from their back line, especially the center backs. That press is going to be chaotic enough to carry Charlotte forward and then let their attackers find a groove. Why they won't? Well, Charlotte, let's be honest, you're just not a good team. We're grasping at straws for some of these lower quality sides. We're really grasping at straws when it comes to Charlotte. They don't have the juice to play playoff soccer. They don't have the talent to do it. And their expansive tactical approach does nothing to elevate their talent. It puts them in the hole instead of putting them above where they could be making them more than the sum of their parts. They give up too many goals. They don't score enough. Charlotte, I'm afraid your playoff run is going to be a short one. That's it for this episode of the Backfield Show. If you enjoyed, go check out Backfield.com for plenty more MLS playoff coverage coming over the next several weeks throughout the playoffs. And as a reminder, go check out Backfield's MLS Playoff Bracket Challenge. Again, an edible dessert trophy. It's going to be good. I promise could be yours if you are skillful enough to carve your way to victory. That's it for this episode of the Backfield Show. We'll be back again Thursday with the Western Conference. 